Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of Force of Habit. If you guys didn't know, your girl has been sick as a dog the last two weeks, so I am sorry that I didn't get a new podcast episode up last week, but I really did you a massive favor because I was a nasally mess last week. It was wild. Whatever bug Bexley brought home was a nasty one. The whole house got hit. Um, But this week, I am feeling a lot better. I'm still a little congested and nasally, but (laughs) nowhere near where I was at the start of last week. So we back. Uh, But I hope you guys had an incredible holiday if you celebrate Thanksgiving. I know I sure did. My entire family came into town. I cook every year for Thanksgiving, so it was nice to have everyone over. I love cooking for my family, um, and I, I always look forward to Thanksgiving specifically. I, I'm always in the kitchen like by myself, and I'm like, nobody come in here. <laughs> Everyone's like begging to help me, um, but I love it. I love cooking for my family. It's like a love language of mine. But last week's episode was supposed to kind of get you prepared for the holiday, give you some really great tips and tricks for navigating the holiday itself so that you could eat the foods you love while feeling in control and give you a little bounce back plan. Obviously, that didn't happen. So I thought I'd pivot and help you get mentally prepared for the rest of the holiday season ahead of us. I know that what you may be used to is like, completely disregarding your goals at this time of the year. But I really want to encourage you not to do that, to go into next year already feeling great and already having, you know, that momentum behind you. I always remind Sheetrician members that the goal is not to learn how to lose your weight for nine months out of the year and then spiral October, November, and December. It's to learn how to navigate all of that. You know, the busy seasons, the holiday seasons, the slow seasons, the perfect seasons. That's how you become the woman who loses her weight for good. Not the woman who loses and gains back the same few pounds like clockwork because she hasn't learned how to feel and be in control around all foods. So I've got three good juicy chicken nuggets for you today that'll help you not only look at your holiday differently, but to also help you like take so much of your power and control back so that you can still hit your goals all month long. So chicken nugget numero uno is to begin to change your holiday mindset by looking at the month ahead of you objectively. Okay, Chantel, how do I do that? You start by looking at what's actually on the schedule. So often I'll hear like, I'm so busy. I have so many dinners and parties and things to do for the holidays. I can't possibly spend a little time to practice my weight loss habits each day. And it's like, okay, what's on the schedule? And it's like two holiday dinner parties, a weekend to go see the lights with the kids, and then like an office potluck. (laughs) Like, girl, that's four things. What are you doing the rest of the 30 days that are left of the year? So I had Sheetrician members do this during our holiday workshop, which is to write down 
everything you have planned. It's very easy to overwhelm yourself with what you think you have to do. But when you put it in front of you and you're like looking at it, you may realize, oh, it's actually not that big of a deal. So write it down, like grab a scrap piece of paper if you can right now and write down all of the things that you have planned. So by that, I mean, like, are you traveling at all? What days are like actual holiday dinners, parties, the office potluck, the ugly Christmas sweater party, like everything that you possibly think that you have to attend, write it and then ask yourself, okay, is this as much as I thought it was? Is this something I can create a small plan around? Spoiler alert. You can, boo. (laughs) Our brains love to overwhelm us. It loves to exaggerate our circumstances so that we can play it safe and stay comfortable. So when you get everything out on a piece of paper and you're looking at it in front of you, like there's no mistaken, right? It's like, oh, I only have like four things planned (laughs) in my head. I was teeing it up like I'm Kylie Jenner and like having a crazy social life holiday week uh, season, you know, I think the highest number of like events someone had in nutrition, like when we did this exercise on the holiday workshop was like seven, like seven events. And that was like before Thanksgiving. So that was including Thanksgiving day and Thanksgiving activities. The average was about three or four events, parties and gatherings. And so chances are, again, unless you're like a New York socialite, (laughs) your holiday calendar probably looks the same. And if it does, it'll really help ease a little bit of that anxiety you may be having around how busy you think you're about to be the holiday season. And this brings me right into chicken nugget number two, which is try not to healthify foods you've been looking forward to. So I had a Sheetrician member write in And it was for SOS coaching. And she was like, hey, every year I make this like cinnamon cake for Christmas. It's so delicious, but it's super high in sugar and fat. What can I do to make it healthier? And she like listed out all the ingredients. And basically she wanted me to like (laughs) give her a bunch of healthier subs. And I was like, "Uh, not a thing. Like just eat it as it is. And she really tried to explain to me. She was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. It's like really high in calories and yada, yada, yada. And this is where so many women get into trouble. You healthify your favorite foods. It likely sucks and doesn't taste as good as the original because it's not the same. And that's okay. It's not supposed to be the same. And so then you convince yourself that weight loss then equals either terrible food or you giving up your favorite fruit foods or recipes. And then you build like a lot of resentment around weight loss and procrastinate starting or even staying the course because instead of just eating the food, enjoying the food and then moving on, you've created like a narrative that you have to healthify everything and you don't. I remind members of this all the time and I want to remind you because we did a lot of coaching, um, the, the member who wrote this in, we did a lot of coaching around like why we don't have to healthify everything. And she walked out of it like, you know, I could just see through the screen all the light bulbs that were like popping up for her. And so I want to remind you of this too. The goal is not to avoid any food. And I literally do not care what it is. The goal is to learn how to eat all the foods you love while feeling in control, knowing you can stop 
whenever you catch your fullness cue and there's like no drama around it. That's the goal. The goal is not to avoid the cinnamon cake, which when she listed out that recipe, I was like, girl, I'm going to make this too. <laughs> the goal is to be able to eat a slice and not convince yourself that you have to overeat it all because, you know, you only get it once a year or, you know, the only way to enjoy it is to overeat it because you've really like nurtured this restriction mindset. The goal is to be able to eat a slice of cake, feel satisfied when you're full, and then move on and eat your next meal as planned, not go into a spiral over the cake. And that is something that so many women forget. And this really brings me like perfectly into chicken nugget number three, which is no matter the holiday dinner, party, or gathering, it's just one meal out of the thousands of meals you've ate this year. You are freaking out about Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or holiday dinners or the office potluck when it's just one meal. Your weight loss is not on the back of one meal. It's determined by the overview of hundreds. That is why our focus is small shifts in nutrition and really letting them compound. We call it stacking our wins. When you focus on these few holiday meals and not the thousands of meals you've eaten over the course of this year, your priorities are a bit janky. I ain't gonna lie to you. Because the truth is having a few more frequent, higher calorie, higher fat, higher carb meals during the holiday season actually has little to no impact on your weight loss journey when the other thousand meals you've had are mostly balanced. That's the focus. That's the true goal. But you get distracted by the holiday, the cookies, the desserts, the parties. And so instead of making healthier choices and decisions in between the parties, you've reinforced the what I call the effort mentality and you jump ship all together on all of your goals and then blame the holiday season for you not staying on track. And then usually what happens nine times out of 10, because I've been doing this for several years <laughs> and it's always the same, you spend the entire holiday season spiraling, binging, emotionally eating, you get to the top of the year, you feel so crappy about your body, you set an unrealistic new year resolution, and then by February, you crash out again. I see it happen every single year. And so what I've been saying and telling my girls in nutrition is like nothing is different this time of year other than the decor. There are parties, get-togethers, and gatherings at all times of the year. This time of year, it's just themed. Like There's a Santa Claus-like theme. That's it. It's red and green. And so when you remember that, and you also remember that you are always in control of what goes into your mouth, you really get to take a lot of that power back and turn down the drama and the anxiety and the overwhelm that a lot of the times we cause ourselves. And you continue to take the small daily action. We've recently had some members hit like huge milestones in nutrition, like 50, 60, 80 pound um, milestones in the last like three or four weeks. It's actually been wild. And I was emailing with one of the ladies and she was like, yeah, lots of people have been like asking me how hard it was to lose weight. And they're shocked when I tell them like it was easy because I started small and really let myself build. Mind you, she has moved across the country. 
had her first baby 18 months ago, started a new job, which was, I think, the reason that she moved, and is going into her first holiday season with so much weight loss. And instead of being like, oh, might as well abandon everything because Christmas is around the corner, she realized, like, if I can navigate life and my weight loss any other time of the year with everything that's been happening, I can navigate it the same, even though there's like a Christmas tree up (laughs) in my living room. So I love that perspective. Nothing changes but the decor. So as we enter the final stretch of the year, I really want to push you to commit to the small action steps that I've listed out, at least in this podcast episode. Like if nothing else, you do these three things. You number one, write out what you have planned and ease your mind knowing that your schedule truly isn't that jam packed. And it's not your fault. Listen, our brain loves to exaggerate things. It loves to overwhelm us and it's just trying to keep us safe. But getting it out onto paper and looking at it objectively, like seeing the actual number of events that you have planned, is going to really help kind of like, okay, I'm actually not that crazy busy. I promise you, I promise you the regular days probably far outweigh. No, they don't probably. They definitely far outweigh (laughs) the nights that you have something planned. Number two, don't healthify your favorite foods, especially ones that you don't get to eat any time of the year. Like you can, but you like typically don't eat them until it's around this time of year. Don't healthify them. Eat them and move on to the next meal. Okay. And lastly, remember, it's just a few meals out of the thousands of meals you've eaten this year. Instead of focusing on the holiday dinners, focus on the in-between and making the best decisions you can there first. If you do these three things, I promise you, you'll have a much easier holiday season. And you might even surprise yourself and hit a few milestones. You got this. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.